How's it going today, guys? Once again, back here in the studio for another episode of Hot Takes with TP3. Today is Wednesday, May 2nd, 2018. And last night, the big game was Cavs-Raptors. And quite frankly, guys, the Raptors just blew it. I mean, there's no other way to put it. You can't sugarcoat it. You can't make anything up. I mean, Toronto blew it straight up, man. It was terrible by them. This is a game where Cleveland never led until the the, uh, overtime period, which is crazy. It's the first time that's ever happened where a team that didn't lead the game until overtime ended up winning the game. I mean, that's crazy to me. That if you're Toronto, you can blow that lead. This is a Raptors team that got first place in the Eastern Conference by a lot of games. This is a Raptors team that is having one of their best seasons in franchise history. I mean, everything was going right for them that whole game, and they just blew it straight up. That was a little game where LeBron said once the game was over, it's the worst game he's played all season. I mean, how can that even be possible? If you're Toronto, LeBron plays his worst game, and you still lose. And it's just pathetic, man. They just straight up blew it. You can't have Fred Van Vliet, a guy who is right-handed with a right shoulder injury, shooting your uh, game-winning shot. I mean, that's just not what you want at all right there. They just did a horrible job last night with that. I mean, Valanchunas missed about 60 point blank layups when he's seven feet tall, so it's an easy layup for him, and he just couldn't finish. I mean, the Raptors look pathetic, and it was just an all-around terrible game by them, and a game they deserve to lose with the way they play. Then you got to look at things from the Cleveland side of things. I mean, Cleveland stepped up, man. That's what you want to see. You got guys like Corver with 19 points hitting five threes. You got guys like J.R. Smith with 20 points. That's the first 20-point score the Cavs have had besides LeBron in these playoffs. I mean, that's what you need. You need contributions from other people, and the Cavs finally got what they needed. Um, both those guys hit 10 threes right there, and the Cavs ended up having five players in double figures, including LeBron, Jeff Green, and Tristan Thompson, and that's actually team basketball. You know, the Cavs actually look like a basketball team for the first time two games in a row, and that's what you want to see if you're Cleveland, man. They're getting better, and they're coming together as the playoffs go on. This is a team who really didn't have any chemistry built together, and quite frankly, I think LeBron owns Toronto. I mean, we saw that one game where Toronto scored 79 points on them in the first half, and still lost. I mean, for me, it's just a mental block with Toronto versus Cleveland. LeBron has so much of their brain taken up that they're just like, this is our chance to beat him. Now let's go out there and beat him. And they still can't do it. I mean, how can you do that if you're Toronto? you got to be able to step it up and play better than that. This team is so talented. This is the best team the Raptors have ever had having their best season. They have to be able to beat Cleveland from the flip side of things. This is LeBron's worst team he's had probably since that team that he made it to the finals with the first time he was in Cleveland. So everything's in the Raptors' favor here, and they can't execute. I mean, I think Toronto will bounce back and win the next game. I don't see the Cavs sweeping, but this is a series where I said I thought Toronto would win, and Toronto's a team I thought could really come out of the Eastern Conference, man, but I just don't really think Toronto can do it anymore. I feel like that they won't get past Cleveland, and Cleveland will get to the Conference Finals where they play the 76ers, and I just think that Toronto doesn't have it. They just simply cannot beat LeBron James. I don't know what it is, but Drake's not the owner of Canada. It's LeBron James as far as I'm concerned right now, and the Raptors still haven't showed me anything they can do about it. I mean, LeBron's been the only option for the Cavs all playoffs, and when he comes out and says it's the worst game he played all season, you can't beat him. You just know it's not getting better, but going into game two, if you look at it, I mean, I think DeRozan's got to take over more. He's the best player on this team. I I want to say DeMar DeRozan's a superstar. He hasn't given me enough yet to say he's a bona fide superstar. I definitely think he's a for sure go-to score and get a lot of points for you. I mean, 10 for 20 on field goals, not bad if you're DeRozan, but a game where he hits no three-pointers, I think he's simply got to do more for your team, and I liked how he tried to take the 
winning shots even though he missed them. He's being more assertive. But if you're DeRozan, man, you got to give more to your team. You're the engine that runs this team. You're the heart and soul. You got to play better. I mean, Valanciunas played well as you would expect him to. 21 rebounds. That's what you like to see. But Valanciunas got to have better touch around the rim. But like I said before the game started, this is a game where Toronto should absolutely destroy Cleveland on the boards, and they really did. And they only out rebounded them by five. I mean, shout out to Tristan Thompson for grabbing 12 rebounds. Tristan Thompson has stepped up. I don't know what Ty- Tyron Lue figured out with Tristan Thompson, but he looks great out there. And if Cleveland keeps playing like a team, they will be perfectly fine. They play like a team or LeBron plays like a superstar. I think they'll be fine either way. And I look for the Cavs to win this series in six games. I like them to win this series right now. I know I'm changing picks left and right on y'all, but... I mean, Toronto just looked so bad yesterday. I don't think I'm overreacting by this at all. I don't think Toronto is a chance in this series. That's quite frankly where we stand. But let's move on from there, and let's talk a little Pelican Warriors here. Once again, I apologize, guys, for getting this podcast out a little bit later. I had a big final today. It was my last one. I stayed up late, late, late last night studying, so took a nap. But I'm going to touch on this and give you all a little bit of Rockets preview, but I know it's not as a little short notice, but I still appreciate you all for listening. But let's get down to it. So, I mean, the Pelicans, what did I say? They need more performance out of their guards. I mean, Rondo is three for four from three with 22. You get 24 from Holiday. You got Etwan Moore in 14 and pouring in four of eight three-pointers. I mean, they got really, really good guard play to go along with Anthony Davis, who's an absolute dog. Him and Miritich cannot be guarded by these big men of Golden State. We know these big men of Golden State are pretty buns besides Draymond. I mean, Draymond, though, to me, is not a post defender. He's the kind of guy who gives you a mismatch out on the perimeter playing defense. So I really don't think that they have any good post defenders. So I like to see see him take advantage of these matchups, but all around, it was a great team game by uh, New Orleans, and they really stayed around this game. They just fought till the last breath. I mean, there was a lot of funny things that happened, like Draymond and Rondo getting each other's faces, Rondo rubbing the ball, the sweat on the ball. I mean, I loved it. The Pelicans looked awful in that first game, and their guards stepped up, which is what made the team play great, and they played and tried to match the speed of the Warriors. And I don't know if y'all have seen the stat, but the Pelicans actually got the mo- average the most possessions per game this season. So, I mean, they're doing the right thing by playing an up-speed game, and I think they can win a game or two and make this series interesting. I think it'll be real fun to watch New Orleans, even if they're not winning games. The games will be a lot closer than these other games have been in the series. And I think that on the flip side of things, the Warriors played a great game, man. I mean, Kevin Durant had 29. You got Curry pouring in 28 and 27 minutes off the bench. And the old Steph Curry was back. I mean, I watched him dribble the ball off his foot and the ball bounce out there. He picked it up and just just real chill and relaxed, chucked up a three-pointer and absolutely drained it. So, I mean, Steph Curry's got the shot and he's got the moves and that's what you want to see out of Steph. Great play by him. I mean, Kevin Durant stepped up. Draymond had 20 points. This team looked good. This team looks great. I mean, I think the Warriors are going to go back for sure and play Houston. Y'all know how I feel about Houston beating them, though. We'll have a guest on later on this week to argue about a little Golden State Rockets action but it was a good game by the Warriors and that's what you want to see man Steph Curry looks like he's back good from that ankle injury and he's ready to destroy teams since this is his second time coming off the bench in the playoffs and the last time he did against Portland he went off for about 40 on Damon McCollum so it was much of the same from Steph Curry he looked amazing and the big thing about having Steph back is he fixed the team's spacing on the floor and made the floor a lot better space you have to respect those Steph Curry 35 foot 3 pointer 40 foot 3 point shots because that man is lethal from anywhere Steph Curry's a sniper you can't give him an 
inch of space, and he proved it last night and gave him that extra spacing. Honestly, I don't think if Steph Curry had not played, they would have won that game yesterday. Probably lost by 10 points. The Pelicans looked that good. Anthony Davis, like I said, he's a guy who's a future MVP in this league, could be the best player in the league coming up, so they're nothing to sleep on. This team means business, serious business, and I just love the way the game was played. One other big beef I have with the way this game was played last night that kind of upsets me a little bit was that double foul called on Anthony Davis and Draymond. Anthony Davis didn't do anything. That was all Draymond. I mean, I thought that was an absolutely terrible call, and I love the way Chris Webber laid into it. I mean, Anthony Davis did nothing wrong. That's all Draymond Green doing his little Draymond Green BS that he's always up to and trying to make other people mad, and I love the way Anthony Davis handled it. That's how you got to handle it with your superstar. You know you're the leader of the team. You know your team can't have you getting technical fouls, getting in trouble, getting kicked out of the game, and Anthony Davis played a great game because of that, and I just love the way that he played last night. He's an excellent player, and he will definitely do a lot more bigger things, but I think the refs have to do a lot better job calling that. You can't let Draymond get away with things like that. Real real quick before I get out of here for today, I'll have a lot more stuff for y'all tomorrow. That was just brief little stuff I want to touch up on that I saw. But I think the Rockets will get played a lot closer tonight by the Jazz. I think they'll have a better defensive plan, but it's going to be tough again for one, once again for them without Rubio tonight. Um, I really like Houston to win this game. I think Jazz will cover the spread. I think they'll contain James Harden better, but the Rockets, Chris Paul, and the role players will go off tonight. I feel like it's going to be a fun game to watch, high-scoring game. I mean, these are two fun teams. Donovan Mitchell's going to play a lot better, but at the same time, I'll also think that D'Antoni's going to have a little system again, again to frustrate him and make him do a lot more. So I love the coaching by D'Antoni last game. I think he'll roll over well this game, but should be a good game. Rockets will go up 2-0. Jazz will definitely take a game or two at home. Those fans are rowdy and wild, like Westbrook said. They are a little disrespectful, but it is what it is. The Rockets will handle it fine, but I'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Got lots of good stuff coming for y'all. Got a couple guests coming on here at the end of the week, so enjoy the rest of y'all's weeks. Good luck with finals. Good luck with everything else. See y'all. I got them on the end of the rocks. The home of the man with the diners. Every week I change my clouds. Got a fender store in my house. Got a brilliant garage in my house. Got to wash up my wrist cause a house. My bitch can't sleep in my house. Make a sleep at the hotel now. And when you talk me, you talking on cap. And your diamonds ain't looking like tap. I was always looking for the pouch. Keep an army bitch in my lap.